Hello and welcome to the Unnamed Adventures Podcast, episode 20. What? what? 20 is a big deal. Yeah, it is. Didn't yeah. think we would ever get up to this point. <laughs> and for those of you who've been following us along since the beginning, we thank you very much. This is the first um, episode where we won't be talking about uh, through hiking. Yeah, yeah. So to kind of leave it off to where we were... Uh, We made it to Gatlinburg, Tennessee, where we were staying at uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin. Which I think we talked a little bit about last episode before we interviewed uh, Jessica, who was nice enough to uh, provide some trail magic for us. So after she left, well, we had dinner um, at the cabin, which was nice. We made burgers, and they were so good. We'd gone to the grocery store and gotten some groceries and... Um, burgers and a cucumber salad with some fresh tomatoes and onions pretty uh divine simple meal it was really good but yeah so we chatted with jessica some more after uh we got done doing the podcast and then she headed out and we relaxed and went to bed early i think put some laundry in that was exciting to do laundry in a washing machine and um that's one of the things with uh through hiking is you go to bed early um, so our bedtime is early. We're kind of party poopers now. So <laughs> we're trying to work on that a little bit, staying up a little bit later, but you know, honestly, we're recording this intent right now. I'm not sure what time it is, but it's, uh, I think just a little bit after nine and we're ready for bed. So, yeah. Um, but something that, uh, I started to notice is that I was a little itchy, um, when I did the laundry and stuff and I didn't think anything of it. I just figured, Oh, you know, haven't showered as much or whatever. Well, what are we about five days later? Full blown poison Oak. Ugh. Like all over a good portion of my body. Cause of course I itched it and made it worse. And then I did Google it finally after I got this huge blister on my foot. Cause I'm like, that's not normal. Cause I thought it could be allergic reaction to something or whatever. Well, the stupid blister, um, did confirm that it's poison oak. And I think I got it when I went pee on the way out of the woods on that last day. Yeah. So. I think. So anyway, I have another week and a half to two weeks until this thing is gone. It's so much calamine lotion on. It's ridiculous. It's kind of funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. I woke up in the middle that I like at 3 a.m. Just trying not to itch. And I just, it was horrific because I didn't have calamine lotion yet. I had a hydrocortisone cream or like a cortisone cream. And, oh, man, Jake's like, are you okay? I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going crazy. I'm so itchy. So for those of you who've had, like, poison ivy or anything like that before, you can sympathize. (laughs) Yeah. So we uh, took a couple days in uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which is kind of a a cute beach-esque town in the mountains. It's Uh, really adorable. It's like a good half mile long mile long it's probably a good mile long strip of kind of touristy type things that you can do and uh kind of remind me of the wisconsin dells just with a bunch of uh different attractions that you can kind of come and go and like ripley's believe it or not yeah and tons of different restaurants um they did have a big influence of different country stars that have uh you know different properties uh there's jimmy buffett and paula dane yeah, so there's tons of different things out Sh- there. Uh, Sh- uh, what's the guy dating Gwen Stefani? Uh, Blake Tim- Shelton. Blake, 
Shelton. Yep. So he has, there's like moonshine places there. Um, yeah, there's tons of different moonshine places. So it's really kind of touristy. And one of the things that we did and kind of took pride in is we only <laughs> spent a dollar 28 plus parking, which is a dollar 75, I believe. Um, for about hey, big spenders. Yeah, for about three hours of uh, entertainment of just kind of walking and chatting, people watching and, you know, checking different things out. Yeah, so one of the things, um, for those of you who like to live frugally on the edge, um, I was like, no, we can't spend any money because we weren't really sure what we were going to do. Or like the bare minimum. And we knew it was touristy. We didn't want to get sucked into the tourist trap. Well, they had free samples at all, like, the candy shops and the fudge shops. So I kid you not, we had so much free fudge that I finally was like, I can't eat any more fudge. Because they were like, oh, yeah, this one shop, which was really fancy, was like, yeah, you can sample as many fudge samples as you want. I was like, oh, geez, that's dangerous. Um, I think I only had two there because I felt bad. Yeah, so needless to say, you can uh, satisfy your little hunger with samples. Yes, yeah, so we actually did the same thing in Williamsburg at the peanut peanut shop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Though we did go over to Baskin Robbins and get a scoop of ice cream. And that's the only reason why I like to shop at Sam's Club on a Saturday when it's an absolute zoo. It's because they're samples. So take advantage of free samples when you can. Yeah, you just got to pretend like you're interested in buying something. Don't just go up like, can I have a sample? Look around, make eye contact. Hello, how are you today? Oh, what a beautiful day. Small chalk. And then be like, oh, gosh, do you have any samples? Then you don't look like a moocher. That's yeah. the key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, after Gatlinburg. Um, well, no, no, no. We got to finish the Gatlinburg story because, I don't know, it was really interesting um, because Gatlinburg sits right on the edge of the Great Smoky Mountains. And the Smokies are gorgeous and rugged. And uh, we didn't actually have an opportunity to do anything in the Smokies because of the weather. And then Sammy, we were worried about leaving him. Um, well, he probably would have been in fine in the house for a while. But, like, didn't want to leave him, like, all day as we went for a hike or something. Because it's kind of a drive to get in there and stuff. But, anyway, it's just this really cool contrast of, like, this mountain town but it's it's but it's it has so many amenities <laughs> so it's pretty cool yeah we're used to real small mountain towns nothing nothing to that extent yeah very luxurious yeah of having everything in there yeah and so we didn't end up um doing much besides walking you know the strip area and then we got a couple red box movies and um just kind of relaxed and regrouped and we made a game plan for our cross country, some of our cross country adventures, and started looking at ideas for like a camper or a truck or RV, and we've gone around and around and around. So we'll talk about that in a little bit here. But we kind of was kind of starting our more serious look of what we wanted to do. Yeah, and just uh, sheer logistics of where we're going to be. You know, from Gatlingburg, where we're going to go next? Um, who are we going to see? Yep, who are we going to see? How are we going to see them? And so we had fun making some calls too. Oh, yeah. To see some family. and Yeah, so um, from Gatlinburg, so we left um, in the morning, and I think it was a Sunday morning that we left. Um, actually, it wasn't really that early because we, like, did the laundry and stuff before we left and cleaned up, and we had made breakfast and all that good stuff. And then we headed out, and um, 
we were going to look at a camper in the morning. And then we decided to not go because we're like, oh, this is too small. Like our vehicle, like there's so many things to think about when looking at a camper or a trailer or RV or class B, C, A. Um, Travel trailer, pop-up, RV. I mean, it's... A, A, what is it? A, A line? Uh, A-frame pop-up. A-frame. I mean, there is just, ugh. So we are very well versed now in all the different options. And we do have a good idea of we want to, what we want to get versus what we'd really like to do that's super impractical. Yeah. Jake really wants to do a AKA schoolie. schoolie. <laughs> like a short bus and convert it over. And there's a guy that's on the way to his brothers in Alabama, to, on to the way to see Jake's brother in Alabama, that the guy has the flooring all done. And, and everything's stripped out. It, I mean, it's pretty much a go. blank slate, you know, a good motor in it. Um, so Ugh, so yeah. we're trying to resist. But the issue with the schoolie is that um, it, it wouldn't be able to handle a lot of extra weight and still get good gas mileage. But then also the titling aspect of it. Um, once you do have the proper amenities for an RV, you can actually retitle it. Um, but then also getting the insurance for it is kind of... Uh, Sketchy. Yes. Needless to say, you got to be careful with your words that you choose on that. Um, based on what I was reading from blogs and you know, just our initial conversations with some of the different insurance companies that we've been having. So we're like practicality wise, uh, most likely we're going to get an SUV. Um, luckily Jake's brother, um, who lives in Alabama is like a mechanical guy and knows a ton about vehicles and all the stuff. So he's been a good sounding board for our ideas. Yeah. Which has almost been overwhelming with the amount of ideas cause we keep changing direction on that. But, uh, I think we finally came to the point where we got to get the uh, horse before the cart. Yeah, so we have to get the vehicle, um, which I think we're going to get like a Ford Expedition, um, an 03 or later, uh, yeah. within the price point we're looking for. It pretty much has the same towing capacity as an F-150 in the SUV form. Um, and at, you know, about half the price. So that's kind of the direction why we wanted to go with the, well, and you an SUV. And you don't have to worry about, you know, like the topper being broken into. And then it's also long enough that you could um, sleep in the back, too, um, which we're thinking about potentially doing until we get to um, back to the Midwest. And maybe wait and buy the camper once we're closer to home because we have all of our stuff in the storage unit. And then we can equip it and not have to bring it all over, you know, how many thousand miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's where we're at. So we are going to be getting... Um, a Ford Expedition here in the next week, and then uh, selling the vehicle Jake's had for a few years now. Yeah, yeah, probably fifty thousand plus miles. <laughs> um, but yes. yeah, so we were heading uh, from Gatlinburg. We we're going to check out that RV, but uh, we didn't. We kind of opted not to or uh, travel trailer. Uh, but we went to Williamsburg to check that out. Amy went there a couple uh, years ago. About five years ago with my mom, we had the best time. And we went to uh, Williamsburg. We got the three-day pass. So we did Williamsburg, Jamestown, and... Yorkshire. No, no Yorkshire. Yorktown? Yep, Yorktown. Yorktown. The three that are 
historically all right there. And, um, we had a great time, but Jake and I didn't have as many days to do anything. So we only did a two day pass at Williamsburg and essentially colonial Williamsburg is like a living history, like history coming alive. And it's a, a town that's probably 10 square blocks or something like that. I'm not sure how big it is. It's big though. And, um, and if you're into history at all, definitely do one of those. It is absolutely awesome. That's my first time experiencing something like that. You know, when you have people dressed up in the air and, you know, talking about the history and they're playing different roles of different people. Well, but they're all dated to like the 1760s era, like 1760s to 1778 is 1760s to 1778 is kind of that time frame of when the Declaration of Independence is being written and the um, House of Burgesses and they have like all the stuff that's going on from like the government officials all the way down to um, the enslaved individuals and the Native Americans that were there in that era, the Cherokee. And um, so they have all different types of people represented there and you can ask them all sorts of questions and they answer based on what it would be like in that time period. And the cool thing about it was, you know, like you can take the same philosophy as modern day thinking and that's really how they would execute it. Um, you know, they didn't have some of the modern amenities to accomplish some of the different things, the tools, but you know, same thing is for buying shoes, you know, there'd be imported shoes. Um, but there'd also be the shoemaker to where you could buy domestically or imported shoes. Yeah. And what we ended up doing is, uh, Jake recorded, uh, cause you can go and like, you go into each, you know, um, merchant shop or go to the Capitol building or uh, there's a few different houses of prominent um, uh, business people that were in town that the, the original structures and you can get a tour and see like what it was like back then and they have actually the uh, historians and the archaeologists archeolo- there we go <laughs> um, have found artifacts and tried to do replicas so you could actually see like accurately like what it would be like um which is really really cool and that's part of the fun of it um to have it you know history really come alive and um, i've been doing uh, kind of the living history farm stuff um since i was younger and always loved that sort of thing so i always highly recommend um that sort of stuff so anyway if you haven't been to williamsburg highly recommend it it's very it's affordable to go um, like a three day pass is like $50 and 99 cents per person. Um, you know, but divide it up by three, like that's, and it's, it's nine to five, like that's pretty darn affordable, which is nice. And then, um, and we brought a backpack, you know, with water and, you know, some different snacks. So, you know, we didn't, uh, get too tied into the tourist trap. You know, we did stop at the baker and, you know, had some of the, the ginger It was bread. a ginger cake. Yeah. Like a little like cookie that was like a, a ginger cake. And Jake had recorded with the podcast gear um, different. Um, a couple of different uh, scenes throughout the. The historical characters talking about whatever their topic was. So if it was the tailor or the miller, or the wig maker. Um, the, my, my favorite one was the um, barber. The famous barber of York. And Jake was the guy he was going to shave. <laughs> um, but he was an African-American man and uh, was telling what it would have been like of how he 
uh, became a barber and how he got his freedom. And it was very interesting. So what we thought we'd do after our podcast update is do little introductions of what the different segments are. And then if you guys want to hear a little bit about um, some of the histories of the 1760s in Colonial Williamsburg, you can hear little snippets. And of from those different roles of those different people. Yeah. And we'll pre-check uh, the quality and make sure it's uh, decent so you don't get too much background noise. Yeah, if it's too bad, obviously we won't do that. But um, And then, so after we left Colonial Williamsburg, we went down to, well, we're on our way still, to um, Charleston, South Carolina, to see some family. And our, we're like, oh, we'll take the route where we can go by the ocean, and then you can see the ocean as you drive. That's not uh, actually how it is. So FYI, if you drive down here uh, from north to south to trying to get to Charleston, no way to drive it where you can see the ocean. So that was a little disappointing. Well, but like in Maine, like there's, I think, Route 1 and you can go and you can see the ocean. That's not this. So just FYI. Yeah. Um, and we had done the same thing in California, San Francisco down. No, where were we? Santa Rosa down to San Francisco. Or yep. it was yeah, River it was like Bay we were at. Yeah. So little tidbit of info. So then we stopped at this little um, wildlife refuge because we're like, okay, we're going to start boondocking. And boondocking is when you get to um, essentially it doesn't cost you anything because it's on either um, like BML, like Bad lab. Bureau of Land Management land um, or like like even like forestry land is either it's free or it's really inexpensive to camp. Yeah, national like very, forest or state parks well state parks do have a fee but normally again they're very affordable um here there's no amenities and they did warn on the website that the bugs are really bad in the summer and so anyway like okay we're gonna get there and we're gonna like set up camp really quick and so we had our headlamp hanging as we were getting situated and blowing up the air mattress and stuff and then jake heard this buzzing and he put the light on and there was so many mosquitoes so we had to take a little video they were horrendous so super glad we are not here in the peak of the warm weather yeah i think you give it another week you'd be eaten alive absolutely so i feel like that's kind of what we wanted to update you guys on um it's been nice to hear um, the support of people that uh learned about um, kind of our shift from through hiking to the section hike and now to doing some full-time travel. Um, as we mentioned before, we will still be doing, um, podcasts. One of the, one of the, uh, campers we're looking at is at Illinois and this guy, we ended up calling him and talking to him about this trailer. And actually it sounds like it's going to be a good fit out. I'll be interested to see if we end up getting that one, but, um, we'd email or he'd emailed us some more information and more pictures. And then we emailed back. Well, he ended up looking at our website. Then we started talking about travel and he's done some really cool stuff and has been to the Amazon like three different times with scientists. And so I told him. He snowmobiled in uh, Yellowstone, which is one of our, uh, our dreams. Yeah. So it's like, ah, so cool. So we're like, I kind of feel like we need to interview him and hear a story. So that's kind of what we want to do is just interesting people we meet. Just be like, can we interview you and hear your story? So uh, that's what we're going to try to do. So there you go. Yeah. So that's kind of uh, an update all the way to uh, right before we get into Charleston. Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to it. I'm not, it's funny because um, on the drive down here, it's pretty much you just go through to town after town after town. And I'm just not a, like a town person, like when I'm on vacation, unless like you're going to the city 
or you're going to like a coastal town. Otherwise, I'm, I enjoy the peace and quiet of the solitude and hiking and camping and all that stuff. And, um, so Charleston, of course, you know, it is a city and, um, my, I mentally prepared for, um, the historic walk that we're, I think we're going to do downtown. I think you just walk and learn stuff. I think it's like a walking tour and do some plantation tours yeah. and food. There's, I guess, awesome, uh, restaurants and stuff. So we've already been told that we have to absolutely do some of that stuff. So that'll be nice. Yeah. So that is our update. And we will keep you updated on as we move forward and uh, appreciate everyone's support and kind words on social media. And that's all I got. That's all we got. So (laughs) thank you so much and cheers.